Three, two, one, check. check. Three, two, one, check. check. Three, two, one, check. check. All right. So we're here on our first episode of uh, In the Middle. Mark? Sipe. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it's kind of awkward. I'm not going to lie. You know, watching the screen, you know, trying to, to see everything that's in front of us and then also talk like uh like we we normally would over beers that type of thing right speaking of mine is empty oh son of a <laughs> uh well the refrigerator's what like less than 10 feet i know but i'm literally holding my mic up right now because <laughs> i'm are. sitting on your couch <laughs> you are <laughs> i don't you have are. a table you did not we need a table in here yeah we need to get set up you know i mean this is our first like Rift at it, so we're we we need to get a, an actual like station to podcast at. Right. Yeah, it's just some again right now. Um, we're trying to do it on a budget, right? We're gonna see if if this is gonna work for us. I think it will. What do you think? I mean, I believe so. I we you, you know you and I this this whole concept came out of the idea that we just have really good conversations, not just between you and I, but between all of our friends. And I know. I personally have dove into podcasts a lot more over the last couple of years between, you know, we're kind of focusing on a Midwest podcast, no different than the You Betcha guys. Um, oh, and there's you been betcha. podcasts. Um, Bush. Uh, oh my God, that's cold. But then our, um, you know, I've, I follow, you know, the Fancy Footballers podcast. We, you and I have been longtime Fancy Football League mates. Right. And then even um, have, Met good friends through different Apex podcasts. Uh, shout out to Zobs with Dropping Spicy. He's been kind of helping us out on the audio side. And it's just something that we think that, you know, we're, we're not out there to be super funny or talk about anything important, but just, hey, this this what life is like living in the middle of nowhere. Right. Which, speaking of, where are we broadcasting from right now? Yeah, exactly, right? Here in the middle of Kansas, <laughs> right? Literally middle of nowhere. Right, right. Well, well. I would disagree. It's the middle of everywhere, man. That's true. We that we true. got a lot of places that are all around us, and it's less than you know three hours drive or whatever. So uh, we're in the middle of everywhere. One of the things that you mentioned there, right, is uh, like yeah, we're just we're just gonna be talking about everyday things that we have in our life, and I think that's is something cool that we can relate to with with what what I'm hoping is our listeners, uh, you know, dads in the Midwest, and I know the You Betcha guys are probably going to be, like, kicking our butts right now that saying that we're in the Midwest, but you know what? Hey, they're in North Dakota. They're on the border. That's, I mean, yes, it's in the Midwest, but we are truly yeah, in the middle. We're in the middle, right? So, yeah, it, I've always said that we're in the Midwest, uh, and, and knowing that, like, Wisconsin is in the Midwest or Michigan or Indiana. You know, I mean, you know, to me that it, that's not the Midwest. Like, like we are in, we're, we're even on the border of in the West, right? Like we're in the middle, middle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and see, that's the thing is the, the nearest large cities to us are Denver and Kansas city. 
and we're smack dab in the middle of both of them. Right, right. And, and the funniest part about that is, is you know, you can be in, like you said, Illinois or something like that. Well, you got Chicago. Did you there. put an or S? You... Did you put an S on Illinois? Illinois? So I said. <laughs> you put on S on Illinois. <laughs> there, there's an S at the end of Illinois. Are we going to have our first debate right now oh. of how to pronounce this? All right. We Can literally we... grew up in the same state and we pronounce it differently. <laughs> it's it's not like I'm West Coast and you're East Coast here. Oh my goodness. It's not like Baston or Boston. <laughs> like it's Illinois because it's right. got an S on the end of it. So, Look it up. So he mentioned our first debate, right? So <laughs> uh, one of the things in this podcast that we want to do, uh, right? So we want to talk about all things about fatherhood, right? We're both dads. Uh, we're, we're dads to to beautiful children, right? We love being dads. Uh, we love our kids. We love to be, just to be dads. I mean, I, I don't know what else words to put into it, but but we also want to talk about sports on this podcast, right? Uh, we want to talk about some of the hobbies that we, we're super passionate about and, and maybe just some hobbies that, like, I'm not super passionate about, but just it, it takes up some time that we can... Uh, be okay with, I guess. I, I I don't know really how to say that, but kind of um, just randomness. Yeah, right? I mean, I tell you what, the the one thing about the Midwest, and I feel like if you're not from here, you wouldn't realize it. But when people are like, "Oh, what do you do for fun?" We drive around the country, right? Yeah, just we booze to waste them. time. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that we want to talk about on this podcast is is random debates. Right, something that like really isn't that significant, but something that we want to just be passionate about during that debate, and that's that stuff like, oh man, toilet paper behind the roll or in front of the roll. Are you asking? Well, I'm just the, all right. Let's go. Okay, so I, for the longest time, was an under-the-roll kind of guy. And I know that's a hot take to a lot of people because I think if you were to poll people, they would say over-the-roll is the way to go. And I have since transitioned to over-the-roll, and here's why. When you have kids, (laughs) (laughs) when it's over-the-roll, and this is something I've discovered, like late at night when you're trying to like get it off the roll, like it's a little harder, it tends to stick a little more. Oh man! But when you have kids and it's under the roll, do you know how easily it is for them to just unravel that whole thing? And yep. next thing you know, it's on the floor. So I'm more over the roll because I now have kids who like to make messes in my bathroom. All right, all right. So, and I'm 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 on the same page, right? I I used to be under the roll type of guy, but now I'm over the roll. A lot of it has to do. I'm, I'm not gonna lie with my 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 wife. She transitioned me when while we were dating which i didn't realize at the time but mastermind let me tell you (laughs) so uh no one of the things that finally made sense to me the most i saw this picture on facebook and it said beards are cooler than mullets okay (laughs) and then it had a picture of a toilet roll on the side (gasps) like a side angle Oh my god. Beards on the front. Yes. Are cooler than mullets on the back. I love it. Yeah. And that ever since fantastic. then to me is like, holy cow. Yeah. This is no argument. Yeah. Beards are way cooler than mullets. 
that is a perfect over under analogy. Yeah. So I'm not, and, and I'm going to have to admit right here right now if I could grow a mullet without it being a a skullet. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was about to say uh I mean you could grow yeah. a version of a mullet. Yeah, but I have no hair on top, so <laughs> there's just no party in the front or uh business in the front. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's just all bald in the front. It's weird by that point, right? So one of the things I'm really upset that I didn't grow up like 10 years in this trend, you know, like, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I I could have absolutely just rocked a mullet. And you have the stash to go with it. Like, oh you, yeah, now you, I do. You get the nice, like, it grows in evenly on the sides, and like, it's it's really dark. Whereas mine, like, kind of comes in like blonde and white, <laughs> and like, it it doesn't appear yeah. very well. So even if I shave it and like I have a lot of hair on the sides, you can't see it in certain lighting. So then I just look like a pedo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay. All right. There's our first debate, and and I think we. What's bad is that we didn't really debate. We just agreed. Okay. Well, instead of debating, how about this? Because this is literally happening to me this week. And this is not in our show notes, so I'm throwing you a curveball here. All right. Go ahead. You know what has happened the last three nights at my house? No. Three nights. No, I don't. 5 a.m., which I know you're typically waking up pretty early, too. Or at least you used to. Yep, yep. We have people who carpool... From the house across the street. Oh, no. And when they all arrive, guess what they're doing? Cranking their music and revving their engines as loud as humanly possible at 5 a.m. Now, my wife and I sleep in the back side of the house. Luckily. Upstairs. So, second floor. Right. My kids sleep on the front side, closest to the street. Guess who's walking into my room at about 5.02 every morning for the last three nights in a row mk mk and bells they're both walking in and we know why they're walking in and i've already had a discussion with the wife i'm like look if i'm dead away asleep because i usually am at that point in time you wake my ass up and i'm going down there (laughs) and we're we're gonna have some conversation and they're not even our neighbors like that's what i mean is that's worse the the neighbors are fine it's the people coming to his house at 5 a.m that's the problem. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're we're not going to debate that cuz there's no debating there. They are doing the wrong thing. But that's just part of dad life, man, is hey, I I appreciate that I don't have to wake up at 5 and I appreciate whatever job you have that you're going and you're doing that and providing for, you know, our economy, but In you better family. not wake up my right. kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, provide for your family all you want, right? But when it comes to uh, waking up my kids at 5 a.m., yeah, forget that, right? <laughs> no, just absolutely not. Right. Yeah, no, I, and and to be honest, yeah, you threw me a curveball there for, for a second. I, I don't have a good, uh, a good compliment story there, really. It's, it's just my kids normally wake up, you know, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, and then, I, like, we're either putting them back in their bed or we're just saying forget it. Come sleep with us, <laughs> which uh, turns into a whole nother deal. Like they they keep scratching our backs at night, like waking us up, and yeah, and then we get all cranky in the morning, whatever. But um, yeah, I don't have a story like that, and 
I don't know what I would do in your situation, really, either. I mean, it's it's a tough one. Are you going to get out of bed? Oh, yeah. At 5 a.m.? I'm marching my ass straight <laughs> outside. All right, well. And now, I will try to be cordial. I'll be like, hey, buddy. And I'll do, yeah, I'll call him buddy. Oh, you're doing the buddy. Oh, yeah. No, oh. I'm I'm going full Dane Cook on him. Hey, buddy. Chief. <laughs> pal. Chief. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I appreciate what you're doing, but. When you turn onto my block, I better not be hearing you. Right. And I'm just going to leave it at that. And if it happens again, I'm going to go outside again and I'll be like, look, I give you your warning. Next time this happens, I'm calling the police for a noise complaint. Boom, boom. And you're not going to be parking on my block anymore because this is the same guy who, now granted, I don't have actual proof of this, but this is the same guy that called in my cat. And I say my cat, even though I hate our cats. But I, I'll, I'll claim the kitty in this debacle who called in my cat for jumping onto his hood with dirty <laughs> paws and getting his precious little truck dirty. Oh, man. <laughs> Which, buddy, we live in the Midwest. Yeah. I, I get taken pride in your truck. You have right. a beautiful truck. Yeah. Yeah. I have a nice truck. But you yeah. know what you do in that truck? You go mudding. Yeah, we go out to the farm, bro. You know, you, you drive down the country roads, booze cruising, all that sort of stuff. Well, I'm just allegedly. saying. If you take that much pride in your truck, guess what? Go wash it. Right. You'll have a heyday. Now, my car is sturdy all the time. It's got cat footprints everywhere. But you know what? I'm just giving you an excuse to go wax. Right. Right. <laughs> so one one thing, you know, you, you talked about mudding, right? And, and we're completely going off of our, our uh, it, away That's from, part of the rift, man. It's part, yeah. it's part of the trial run episode. This is episode like 0.1. 0.1. Yeah. Maybe that will be the title. I think it's not going bad right now, so we nope. might we might be going with it. Um, one of the things you said right there though was uh, mudding, right? And uh, I want you to tell, or I want to tell you how I washed my wife's car yesterday. Oh boy! Here you go. So I accidentally spent ten, actually twenty dollars washing my truck the other day. We had the you know the car credit card swipe at the so this is automated yeah well no it's not it's 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 a card but you still have to manually wash your vehicle right Right. which is the proper way to do it the machines suck yeah it is they miss spots It, it misses things all the time right so i do agree with you there however it's just a pain in the butt right like you're sitting there freaking going back and forth and you're getting just dirt and mud and water all over you because no matter what, like as much as you try, you always get stuff back onto you. Yep. Every time. Every time. So I'm sitting there. I, I swipe my credit card. It can only do $10 at a time. Okay. Okay. So I'm sitting there washing. And before I know it, 10 bucks is up. And I'm like, crap. I still have half my truck. Right. And so I'm like, all right, just pain in the butt. I have some like visible mud still on the back of my truck. I'm like, crap. I can't just stop at 10 bucks. So I swipe again. I'm going. I'm like, all right, done. Got it. $2.45. Oh, okay. Hit stop. Because you have to hit a little button to say stop with okay. the, the pressure, right? Like the water rolling, all that stuff. Right. Okay. So I hit stop and it says, cannot charge a minimum of $3. And I was like, oh, okay. That's no problem. Hit stop again. It says, we will charge you $3. I was like, oh. Perfect. I can drive away. 
Guess what my wife said today? Hey, did you spend ten dollars twice at the car wash yesterday? Uh oh. I'm like, no. Son of a gun. It charged me ten dollars. So that thing ran water. The the wand. Right. right. Ran water for an additional like six minutes and uh, charged me. Like after you left? Yeah, after I left. And charged me another ten dollars. So it doesn't give you a receipt or anything? No. No, not at all. So and again, if you're listening to this and be like, wait a minute, you have to get out of your car or your truck <laughs> and wash your vehicle. It might not be the podcast for you, right? Like we're 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 getting to those people that, that can relate, right? People in the smaller towns that that know exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm sorry if, if we're so advanced that we have an actual credit card machine at our car wash and not just quarters still because I grew up in a town that just had quarters. And if I go back right now, they still just have quarters, no credit cards. See, I'll be honest. I didn't even know the credit card thing existed. I assumed we were still running on quarters. Yeah, yeah. So this one had to have been like the first of its kind because you have to swipe your card like 20 times before it even works. Like you get so frustrated. You're like, I'm not even going to wash my car. Actually, let me try it one more time. And then it works. So... Um, yeah, it's one of those things. All right, Mark, we've been at this for, for some time now, um, on this first podcast. I want to ask you to just introduce yourselves to our listeners. Tell us about what's important to you, uh, and, and maybe what's important for them to know about you. Yeah, of course. So, I mean, we, we touched on at the beginning about how we're just dads in the Midwest, you know, living that husband life. Um, and, for me, you know, first and foremost, and it's, I think it's a very Midwestern-y thing to say. Um, it's, you know, you'll go to your Hobby Lobby stores and you'll see signs of it that, you know, you, you put up in your kitchen. I'm, I'm sure you probably have one laying in this house, but, you know, God first, family second, and then, you know, insert number three, whatever that is. For me, it's probably alcohol, but, <laughs> <laughs> but no, God first, family second you know, then career, whatever the case is. And I mean, that's how you and I met was through a church camp. And that's where I met my wife and all of our other really good friends all stemmed from that place. And we won't dive too deep into like religious topics. That's not really where we're going at. But I think for me, the important thing is that I'm living my life as as well as I can. And that's not to say I don't make mistakes and that's part of this podcast is you know we make mistakes as husbands or as dads or just as humans in general you know as men we make mistakes we be dumb (laughs) right and we're coming here to tell you about all the times we were dumb yep and it will be fun and then yeah talk about our families is and not to get candid with them but we'll share stories and every now and then who knows maybe this podcast will take a turn and it'll get a little emotional in here you know shed some tears or you know fears and things like that but we'll talk about our families but then ultimately for me what's important for you to know is I'm a hype guy I like to just have a good time I like to you know I'd have to pull my microphone away like this so I can talk really loud and get really excited about certain topics. I'm not even sure if that came through on the thing because I wasn't even paying attention to my (laughs) sound waves like Zob's told us to. But the fact of the matter is, is yeah, I want to 
come in here and just get crazy with everybody. Regardless of the topic, I want to bring the energy and just talk about, yeah, family and all the crazy crap that happens in small little ho-dunk Kansas towns. Absolutely. And you hit on a couple of things, and I'm probably going to repeat when I when I try to introduce myself here. But uh, no, I'm, I'm Chris. Mark, uh, you might hear him call me Sipe a lot, right? That's my last name. Uh, I go by either one, right? But uh, I grew up in, in a small town in Oklahoma, and uh, and just to tell you how small it is, it's it's 350 people when we left. And then we moved to, to another small town in Kansas, north-central Kansas, and uh, it was about 700 people when we got there. Uh, it's about the same still now today, but... Um, I'm, I'm, when we talk about small towns, man, I'm from a small, small, small town. So you grew up in a small town. I grew up in a town of about 20,000 before I moved where we're at now. Right. And wait, what are we, like 10, no, 5, no. 5,000? 45. 45, yeah. 4,500. Okay, so I was pretty close. So we're about 4,500, which is way bigger than what you're used to. Right, right. So... We're meeting in the middle. Hey. Here we go. In the middle, right? (laughs) Yeah, I grew up in a town. uh, Grew up, I would say, from about seventh grade, sixth grade. Sorry, sixth grade until I graduated and then uh, went to college and all that. But uh, 700 people. And then, uh, yeah, now I'm living in one of the largest towns that I've lived in, right? 4,500 people. That's a lot of people. It is. (laughs) Tell you what. (laughs) We have a grocery store here in town that stays open six days a week, more than five o'clock, right? Later, sorry, later than five o'clock, right? So I'm talking like every town I've ever lived in, our grocery store closes every day, five o'clock. When I was living in Oklahoma, you weren't getting anything on Sundays. You're driving, right? An hour to go to a grocery store to get something on a Sunday. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Did you guys have stoplights? No. So the first town I ever lived in, uh, we were lucky to have um, speed limit signs. <laughs> oh, okay. I was not expecting you to go there. Yeah, we didn't have curbs in our in my first town I lived in, right? Second town I lived in, we had one stoplight, and it only worked during harvest. And that stoplight was at the co-op, okay? And that co-op... Would either give you a green light to get on the scale or a red light saying, do not get on the scale. (laughs) Yeah. So next question. Yes. Because you know you're from Kansas. Yep. When you have a small town that Mm -hmm. does not have a stoplight, but it does have a local bar. Did you have a local bar? We did. Okay. There you go. See? No stoplights. As a bar. Yeah. Would we really be a town if we didn't have a bar? I think the rule is you have to have a post office. Right. Well, yeah, that's like government stuff, right? Right. I, I'm yeah. saying to to be a town, I, I think there's like three things you have to have. I know a post office is one. I'm not sure what the other ones. But when you're in Kansas, there's four things. Yeah. A post office, two other things, and a bar. Really? It's just two. Like, if you have a post office where you can get mail, which nobody even has really anymore... 
um, in a bar, really. I mean, if you have those two things, like, I mean, we could create our own town, like, south of town here. And if we get registered with the government to have a post office box, yeah, uh, we would absolutely have to have a bar, and then we'd be a town. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's how it works. That is exactly how it works. Right. So, um, so yeah, I'm from a small town, right? I have a wife. Uh, we've been married for, oh, man, coming on six years. And uh, two beautiful little boys, uh, one's four, one's, well, about to be four, and then one's almost two. Uh, so love being a dad, love being a boy dad. Um, I'm, I'm excited someday to be a, a girl dad. I just, I, I don't know what it's going to be like yet. And so that's one of the things I think that Mark and I have that is, uh, that complements each other, right? He's dad of two girls and a boy, um, right? So he has the dad life on it, and then I'm I'm dad of two boys, and so we get to we get to raise our kids pretty pretty close together. Uh, our wives are best friends since like diapers birth, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, um, yeah, we we met at camp as as Mark said earlier. Um, and uh, we were both, you know, church camp counselors. So our wives now both knew Mark before we before we became friends. And so that again, it's just, it's just such a in depth, like weird relationship. How we got to meet, nonetheless, like it's definitely something that was meant to be, right? And so starting this podcast, you know, it's just we want to share our experiences growing our families together. Um, some of our shared experiences, some of our experiences that maybe we don't have together, um, that type of stuff. But we, we co-dad with both of our families, and, and we really enjoy doing it. Cut. I'm going to have to pee really bad. <laughs> Three, two, one. Check. No, that's okay. Oh, okay. All right. Ready? Three, two, one. Check. Check. All right. So we got we got them back synced. All right, so, yeah, as I was mentioning before the break, we are extremely happy being dads together. I mean, in the sense that, like, we're raising our families together, right? Um, really couldn't have picked, like, a better co-parenting family. Oh. I mean, your wife is literally like a sister of mine, Right. Like we've we've been really good friends uh, since I was essentially started dating my wife now and uh, and I, I I call her my sister her brother is my brother right I call her mom my mom right not to replace my actual mom well <laughs> but yeah. but like she's such of a impact in my life that she's my mom too right um, and again no disrespect to my mom at all. Like, there's no replacing my mom whatsoever. But anyway, it's a sign of respect for me. Um, and so, yeah, her family is my family. And so when when you and Katie, your wife, started dating, right, it was, it was pretty easy to just, like, spend a crap ton of time together. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. And that's been, what, four, five years now? Six years? That we've been dating? Yeah. I mean, well, we're together. going on 
I was going to say just dating wise, it's been about seven. Oh, geez. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we're coming up on our fifth anniversary and we were engaged for a year and we dated like nine months before that. So Holy we had about smokes. seven. Yeah. And see, to me, this that's crazy because uh, my wife and I, Rachel, are going on 11 years of being together this May. Um, and yeah. You guys are just four years behind us. It's it's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and and so with our wives being such close friends, like we just we had to spend a lot of time together at the beginning, right? I think it helps too, though, that we we have a lot of differences between you and I, right? Like you're definitely more of the classic, like. Yep, you got your truck and you got your tool belt and like that sort <laughs> right. of stuff. Uh, you know, small town Kansas guy. And right. I'm like a not big city Kansas guy, but I grew up in the city, so I'm a little bit more this isn't the term I want to use, but like fashion forward kind of right. you know. I'm I'm a lot more of the socialite in terms of I know how to approach certain situations to not seem so rednecky. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. Right. But because we grew up in the same state, yep. we also share a lot of the same values Absolutely. and share a lot of the same interests. So yep. like for example today, you and I both went golfing. Right. Like, you know, and we do that and we play Apex Legends together yep. all the time and you know, cornhole and things like that. So we do a lot of things together that are fun, but we're also different enough that essentially, yeah, if your wife needs me to convince you to put on a suit and tie, you know, she's calling me like, yo, get over here and tell him to shape up. You know, this is is not a jeans and boots kind of situation. You need to get his ass straight. Whereas my (laughs) wife is like, you know, if we have a house project that needs done, she doesn't even bother asking me. She just calls you as like, yeah. "Hey, get the second husband, here. right?" Yeah, second <laughs> husband. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Like you're gonna like she's gonna be like, "Hey, send Chris a text real quick," and be like, "Hey, what suit are you wearing today?" So I don't wear the same one, right? And <laughs> and is that a beer? It is. Yes. Yeah? It's it's a stony. Is what you gave me, which. I don't drink stones very often, but it's tasting mighty fresh. Today. I tell you what, uh, when I first moved here, just right before, I don't know, about a year before you moved here in the same town, I'd never drank Keystone. It's like something about this town, or at least the the, the buddies I hang yeah, out with. Yeah, because you're a banquet guy. No, uh, Coors Light is what my, my go-to used to be. Okay. Yeah, banquet. I mean, it's for classy occasions, right? So, do we need... We're going to... Okay, we need an entire podcast. I'm saying that. Like, this can be episode point zero two. Okay. We need an entire podcast dedicated to Saipapalooza. Oh, my goodness. Yes, Saipapalooza. Which, ladies and gentlemen, that's that's what we call a professional tease in the business. Yep. Stay tuned. Yeah. Because you're thinking to yourself, Saipapalooza, that sounds an awful lot, like, depending on how old you are, and you know your movie references, sounds a lot like uh, old school with Mitchapalooza. Right. Right, and it is every bit as awesome <laughs> as you're thinking it is, and we've added our own little midwestern vibes to it. Yes, too. sir. Yes, sir. And they're spectacular. 
So, yeah, special occasions, Coors Banquet. There you go. Okay. The All banquet right. beer. So, I think we, I mean, we, we gave the listeners a pretty good introduction of kind of what the podcast is going to be about. Um, our first in- introductions here, like just, hey, nice to meet you, right? Yeah. I'm smiling right now. Howdy, welcome in. Yeah, I'm smiling right now. I don't know why I said howdy, we're not from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't uh, say howdy here, yeah, don't we? Yeah, we really, really don't, but uh, howdy, you know. Uh, greetings from Kansas. D- top, of, top of the evening, <laughs> But, uh, you know, I want to <clears throat> I want to get into one one conversation. Okay. And it's about what this whole podcast is about. In the middle. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. I want to ask you, it, it might be kind of on a debate segment, but in the middle, right? Are you the dad who yells at those dang people driving like, I don't know, what you conceive to be too fast down the road? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, especially in front of your house, right? Yeah, well, and honestly, and this is part of, the like you were mentioning in the town of, like, not having speed limits, we don't have stop signs, like, anywhere. Like, we have a couple of yield signs, but I'd say nine out of ten intersections in our town, like, there is no rules. Right. And I'm definitely the one who, you know, I I work in the insurance business. Yep. And I, I know what accidents due to your rates <laughs> yeah and so funny you mentioned that i'm a safety guy right so i'm a safety right. guy and so like that's what i do for a living for everybody that, that i probably should have said that in my introduction but uh yeah so seeing somebody driving and I, i'm just gonna start it off right here seeing somebody driving in front of my house especially when my kids are outside or in the driveway or <sighs> oh my goodness I will literally come out of my my element here and just start yelling at these these drivers. I don't care how old you are. You could be 95 years old. If you're driving what I conceive to be too fast down my road and my kids are outside, I'm yelling at you. And I might be trying to to teach you a thing or two, even at 90, right? Especially when I see somebody that's like 16, 17 years old. I am full-fledged yelling at them. Well, the best part is they typically have their windows down, too. Right, like because they're a, listening That's a small-town thing. You yeah. drive with your windows down. Right, arm out the window. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yep. You get yep. that yep. farmer's tan, as yep. we call it here. You know, the one, the, the left arm. Yeah, just Always the left, the left, never the right. Left arm is, is typically more dark. Right, yeah. correct. Yep. But, but yeah, like, usually they have the windows down. And you can hear them coming from a mile away. Oh, yeah. Like Be- two blocks. Like, I don't know what it is that, like, in an intersection says you need to rev your engine. But the second you're, like, coming over those little dips, it's it's almost like they're trying to ramp up them. And then they come up, and they don't even tap their brakes as they come flying past my house. Yep. And I think what I might start doing, just to really freak them out, like, if, if my kids are back far enough... I'm just gonna start rolling balls out into the middle <laughs> of the street, just to just to see if they're paying attention. Oh my goodness! Like, just take a basketball, and you know, if I see you coming from two blocks down, I'm gonna wait till you get about two houses away, and then I'm just gonna casually kick a ball out into the street, and we'll see what you do. 
R.I.P. Wilson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, sacrifices had to be made, and it's not going to be my kids' blood. Yep. It's it's going to be the air that you pumped into the basketball. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Although, I mean, speaking of just throwing shit out into the middle of the street, I've always wanted to like do that thing where if somebody's driving by with their windows down try to like throw a football through their car <laughs> that's just a complete sidebar but look, look, i've always wanted to do that we're not we're not dude perfect right i know we but don't like, have like a thousand chances to but hey the if right you're point. driving too fast then maybe it hits you in the face and you get the hint yeah but also i mean we have to talk about the driver right he's the operator of the vehicle we knock him out he's wrecking into the next house <laughs> well, he shouldn't have been driving so fast. If he was driving, you know, 20 miles an hour like you should do in a residential area, We'd then he would him. just coast to a stop, like, casually before he ran into anything. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. All right. <laughs> so you're on the same side of the fence I am with this with this dad stuff. Yeah, it, and don't get me wrong. Like, do not hear what I'm not saying. I speed, like, right. all over the place. But I'm also, like... And again, benefits of a small town. I grew up with a dad who, my dad's a trucker. He's, he's, he drives for a living. And he always taught me, like, when you're driving to, you, you have to have two things in mind. You need to have your, like, awareness bubble. You need to know at all times, 360 degrees, what's going on around your car. So you have your awareness bubble. Right. And then you always have to have an escape route. So when I was driving around town, my dad would do things like, hey, like, if a ball rolled out in front of you right now, what do you do? Like, you have to be prepared for those situations. And right. so, yeah, I might come flying down your street at 40 miles an hour. But you know what? I know what I'm going to do if suddenly a ball goes rolling out in front of the street. Like, right. I have a plan prepared in my brain at all times. I'm not texting and driving. I'm not fiddling with my radio or anything like that. I am ready to assess whatever situation occurs right so yeah i i will come flying down your block but the second i see you standing in your yard holding your beer playing cornhole i know that i'm slowing down because it's possible there might be other people nearby that was like last week right yeah yeah and you saw me playing cornhole in the front yard <laughs> yep that's what i mean like exactly. i'm paying attention but these yeah 16 year old Small town kids with their, you know, 1994 Dodge Rams. On their just, 2021 phones watching, yeah. uh, what is it, TikTok? Yeah, t TikTok. I had that app downloaded <laughs> for like six hours. No, tops of 12. I only get sent videos. I've never searched. Yeah, so I download the app. It was not good for me. One night. Fine for life. Yeah. No, for real. Like, one <laughs> night, I started watching TikToks at 11 o'clock at night. I didn't go to bed until, like, 4 or oh, 5 no, a.m. you did that? And then I Ooh. got up the next day and just completely drug my butt around the house. They're not even funny. I know. It's just so addicting. I couldn't stop. <laughs> I couldn't stop. I'm I'm the old man in our group, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, and so I deleted the app right away. Like, okay, literally nine a.m. <laughs> the next morning after I woke up at six thirty because my oldest son loves to just wake up at the earliest of dawn, and uh, 
Yeah, I deleted it right after that. I had like two, three, four hours of sleep that night. It was terrible. But again, dad stuff, right? It's what we do, right? We get we get by with no sleep, right? And we we try not to rip our kids' head off just because we're super tired. Yep. Um, it happens, right? We're not perfect at all. That's why I drink so much. <laughs> it's it's not to be a better parent. It's to regulate my body. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. When when I'm running on lack of sleep and I know I'm grumpy, you know what will make me happy? Nice cold beer. Bush. And then I just look at my kids and I'm like, you know what? I do love you. Yep. And I give them a big old hug and a big old kiss. I send them on their merry way. And then when they mess something up like apparently tonight while we were golfing the girls decided that they were going to literally rip everything off of their bookshelf and out of their drawers and like all that sort of stuff and my wife got real pissed at them and i know if i would have been at home i would have done one of two things i would have either screamed and yelled and told them to pick it up or i would have looked down at the beer in my hand i would have been like hey guys let's clean up our mess and that would have been the end of it yeah, there's worse things, right? Yeah, there's worse things. This one thing that that I think I've learned the most about being a parent is actually from my sister-in-law, and uh, she doesn't know it, but I've learned quite a bit from her. She lets the boy and the girl just, like, make a complete mess in the house, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, it would give me so much anxiety just seeing the mess. And she takes it, though. Like, that's what we, we're supposed to be doing as parents, right, is – is let them make the messes, let them create that experience, and then it's like our job, right? Make sure you're giving me anxiety. Talking about this. I know. <laughs> I mean, I, I like you're having a Zen moment, and I love it. Like I fully agree with you, but like just thinking about, oh, no. just thinking about watching this mess occur and having to bite my lip is yep. giving me anxiety. Yeah, like like she's completely fine. My my sister in law is completely fine with letting them go out in the backyard. And just like head to toe in mud. And I remember this, and I used to be a, a lot better at it when, when I first saw this happening. When I had my, our first, our first son, I let him just go and just run wild in the backyard. I mean, he would be cut. I, I, actually, I still have a Snapchat saved to my phone where he literally was taking dirt baths, like he was picking up dirt from the flower bed and literally oh like putting it on top of his head. You guys can't see me right now, but I'm like imagining like dirt and oh yeah. like washing my hair. And it's he a full was like, Charlie Brown situation. Yep. Over here. And he was like putting dirt on his shoulders, on his stomach. He was, had his shirt off. He had it on his back. He was like literally bathing himself in dirt. And I just remember like if I, if I really, really cared about like, him making a mess right now or be getting on to him but at some point this might be his first memory type of stuff and this was a couple of years ago right oh yeah and so it's like you know what like i'm fine with that being the first memory him just enjoying what dirt is right <laughs> like i'm gonna go clean him up afterwards obviously he's gonna get a bath that night but like not getting on to him and, and not raise my voice and and not not being just a a really, really hard dad, right? I think there's a time and a place for it. And, and in that moment, it was like, nah, he's just making a memory. You know what I mean? Yep. 
And that's one of the things I think as as dads that we need to we need to keep in in mind is like when is it a memory and when is it an inconvenience to us? Right? When it's on my walls. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, I might draw the line there I, too. I can clean a floor. Yep. But the second you get to my walls, you cross that line, man. Yeah. Yeah, walls, carpet, stuff that's going to take a little bit yeah, to clean. There you go. Right, but if we can manage like what mess they make, if it's just to them, man, we can put them in the tub. Yeah. Right. And so I, I think that's one of the important things that we need to remember as dads, as parents, is that most of the time, messes are cleanable. We just need to to think about the memories that they might make from that mess. I don't know. Now I just want to have a food fight. I know. Outside, food fight? Yeah, yeah. Out in the grass? Definitely not in here. (laughs) It's way too nice in your office. My my screen just gets covered in in cheese. I was just thinking (laughs) back in cheese. Nacho cheese. Dude, oh my God. Yes. (laughs) All right. No, I I think that's an excellent sentiment. And it, it alludes to what I said, you know, at the beginning. It's like, you know, I want to I want to be hyped and have high energy and have fun, but there's there's gonna be times where we have heartfelt moments. And I, I've heard what you said before, right? You know, the messes and memories and whatnot. But when you say it, it holds more weight than something that I, you know, read on like my wife's Pinterest board or something right. like that. Like, yep, yep, yep. yeah, it it means a lot more coming from you. It's like you know what, yeah, like. If your son and my daughter are, you know, I mean, as long as it's not gross, like I don't want them playing with like dog poop. Or yeah, anything, yeah, but yeah, yeah. You know, if they're out in the yard rolling around in the grass, like, ugh, yeah, it's gonna be a pain because you know, like, I mean, my daughter has long hair. Like that's right. gonna be a huge, huge undertaking to comb all of that out of her hair after the bath. You know, yep. if I can even get it all out at that point. But you know what? Yeah, if they're rolling around in the grass having a good time, let them do it. Right, I I like that. I'm I'm gonna go home and meditate on that. All right, yeah, no, I, I appreciate that, and and you know what? To whoever listens to this this first episode, this zero episode, whatever the heck zero it might point it one. might be, um, yeah, I want you guys to to think about it, right? And if you're a dad listening to this, if you're a mom even listening to this, right, think about the memories versus the messes, the messes affect us directly right we're the adults we're gonna have to clean it up but we might be taking a memory away of the mess that they could make well ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening to episode 0.1 of the in the middle podcast uh we want you guys to subscribe if you're nasty uh and leave us a five-star review and we are actually going to do something a little special where if you ask a question or, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll read your review on the air, but if you have a question, we will answer it on the next episode, assuming that it's, you know, nothing too, like, personal or ridiculous, but, yeah. And again, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. You know, we're, we're, we're trying this out. We're, uh, we're making sure that we're going to give it our best, and uh, we hope we can relate to you guys out that, that are listening to this, and... Uh, we really appreciate you guys' feedback as well. Basically, the thing is, is we're going to be a little rough these first couple episodes. But the important thing is that we're going to be honest and candid with you guys. 
It may not sound professional right off the bat, but the thing is, is you're getting the real us episode 0.1. And that's all we're going to promise you is Mark and Chris life in the Midwest in the middle. Thank you all. Appreciate it.